Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, that's why God sent his son, based on our reading of Psalm chapter 49, verses 6 to 10. Let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of scripture. They that trust in their wealth and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches, none of them can by any means redeem his brother, nor give to God a ransom for him. For the redemption of their soul is precious, and it ceases forever, that he should still live forever, and not see corruption. For he saith that wise men die, Likewise, a fool and the brutish person perish and leave their wealth to others. There are some of us Christians who want to be on the Lord's side, but we also want to follow the ideologies and philosophies of the world. It is as if we have forgotten what Jesus said in James chapter 4 and verse 4. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, Know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Here James make it clear that if we decide to follow the philosophies of the world, we automatically become an enemy of God, even if we attend church and actively participate in the activities of the church. You see, my friend, the ideologies of the world are in direct opposition to the principles of God. And therefore, when we ascribe to the get-rich mentality of the world, we place ourselves on the side of Satan. The Bible is very clear that the love of money is the root of all evil. Today, God is sending those of us who are aspiring to become rich and strong a strong warning to take heed and listen to the word of the psalmist David, found in Psalm chapter 49, verse 6 to 10. The word of the Lord said, They that trust in their wealth and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches, none of them can be by any means redeem his brother, nor give to God a ransom for him. For redemption of their soul is precious, and it ceaseth forever that he should still live forever and not see see corruption. For he said that wise men die. Likewise, the fool and the brutish person perish and leave their wealth to others. Do you see what God said about those who trust in their wealth and boast in their riches? Firstly, our well cannot paid or our money cannot pay the ransom to save the life of our best friend. No matter how much money we possess, we can never pay the price to ensure that our friend receive eternal life. Secondly, we cannot pay the price to extend our own lives on this earth. When death comes knocking on our door, Our riches cannot do anything to prevent us from from dying or from that occurring. A matter of fact, only the action of Jesus on the cross of Calvary was able to pay the price for our redemption. He paid it all. 
when he suffered and died to save us from sin. Matthew Henry, in commenting on this passage of scripture, he said the following, and I quote, Note, the love of the world is a disease that runs in the blood. Men have it by kind till the grace of God cures it. To prove the folly of carnal whirlings, he shows, one, that all with all their wealth, they cannot save the life of the dearest friend they have in the world, nor purchase a reprieve for him when he is under arrest of death. None of them can by any means redeem his brother, his brother worldling, who would give counter security out of his own estate if he would but be bailed for him. And gladly he would, in hope that he might do the same kindness for him another time. But their words will not be taken one for another, nor will one man's estate be the ransom of another man's life. God does not value it. It is of no account with him. And the true value of things is as they stand in his books. His justice will not accept it by the way of computation or equivalent. The Lord of our brother's life is the Lord of our own estate and may take both if he please without either difficulty to himself or wrong to us and therefore one cannot be ransom for another. We cannot bribe death that our brother should still live much less that he should live forever in this world, nor bribe the grave that he should not see corruption, for we must need die and return to dust, and there is no discharge from that war. Number two, that with all their wealth, they cannot secure themselves from the stroke of death. The worldlings see and it vexes him to see it, and that wise men die. Likewise, the fool and the brutish person perish. Therefore, he cannot but expect that it will, at length, come to his own turn. He cannot find any encouragement to hope that he himself shall continue forever, and therefore foolishly comforts himself with this, that Though he shall not, his house shall. Some rich people are wise. They are politicians, but they cannot outwit death, nor evade his stroke with all their art and management. End of quote. It is my prayer that we will ask the Lord to help us to surrender every year of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that we will not find ourselves in a position where we become friends with the world and aspire to live by the philosophies of the world. Just remember that our wealth cannot pay any price to save our friend from the penalty of transgression of God's law. Neither can our riches do the same for us. Jesus paid that ransom for us, and only his action can save us. Let us pray. Father, help us, Lord to understand the actions of Jesus 
the ransom he paid is sufficient. Nothing that we possess can purchase life, can extend life, can purchase our friend's life. Nothing. Help us, Lord, to trust in you, we pray, through Jesus Christ, O Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.